Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Tuesday. It is June 7th. I hope your week is going well. Uh, yesterday was a not bad day on Wall Street. The question is, again, can we mount two days back to back where we see green ink? That question we'll answer here in just a few moments when Dave joins us. Before we do that, though, let's just remember that there's a lot of things that we cannot control. We can't control the markets. We don't know what's going to happen in Russia. We sure as heck can't ha control what happens in Washington, D.C. lately. But there are certain things that you and I can control, and that's how much risk you have in your current portfolio. The issue is, do you know what that is? Do you know how much risk you have in your portfolio? If you don't, that can be a problem. Give us a call. That's why we developed our core retirement design. Give us a call at 863 382 0037 to schedule your core retirement design phone consultation where we'll answer questions you may have about your retirement, see if you're on the right track, see if you need any help heading in the right direction. Hey, with that, we got Dave coming up next. Light FM, when you don't remember the lyrics, just well, gibberish will do. That's Lady Gaga there. We're at 839. <laughs> 21 before 9, let's find out whether or not your money's going to trade healthy today on the market. Downtown Sebring, we go to the offices of Statler Financial Services, where Philip Statler's standing by. Philip, good morning. How you doing this morning? Good morning, Dave. Hey, doing well today? It's a Tuesday. Uh, hey, we had a great day yesterday in the markets. And the question is, can we, uh, can we put two together? That's the question. I'm, I'm kind of hesitating at a great day because it looks like an absolutely normal day. Everything was green ink, which relative to what we had is good. The Dow was up by 16 points. S&P was up by 12.9, which is a third of a percent increase. That is good news. And the NASDAQ went up by 48 points. It, it was just awful nice to see solid green ink on all the major indexes, wasn't it? It really was, Dave. And uh, like I said, you know, to me, the question is, can we put a couple of those days back to back and I got to say, it's looking a little tough right now. Uh, well, it normally is. After a green day, we always follow it up with a red day of late. And yeah, I'm not looking at the uh, futures numbers with a uh, favorable view this morning. Kind of interesting. There's not a ton going on again. We've talked about it. We're in between the end of one earnings season and the beginning of the next. So we're not really getting a lot of data out of the companies we trade right now. Uh, government dumped the trade balance number on us just for a change. We actually came up with a pleasant surprise. Our trade balance with international with the international markets down 19.1% last month to $87.1 billion. I'm not sure I remember a two-digit trade balance in a long time. Well, that, that's, that's probably true. I mean, because last, uh, last report, it was almost $110 billion. Um, so that's a pretty, a pretty substantial decline you know, given where we're at today, and, and it's definitely better than the expectation of 90 billion. So, um, so I think that to me, that's good news that we're reducing that trade balance. Um, I did see a little blip that said uh, imports were, uh, were down and exports were up, which would give credence to the whole uh, trade balance going down. And I, I, the, the question becomes whether it's a function of the uh, changing valuation of the dollar or whether or it's declining retail sales. I'm hoping it's just the changing valuation of the dollar that's letting our, getting our trade balance back in check because a lower-priced dollar 
uh, makes our imports a little bit more expensive and encourages American purchases and it makes it easier for us to sell stuff overseas. So that would be the cause we'd rather like to see. Absolutely. You know, that's, that's, that's absolutely the reason we'd like to see it is because the dollar is doing okay. We're still getting as many, do- many things out of here as we can for, uh, for exports. So, so I think that's, um, that bodes well for us right now. And, and the question is, you know, can we, can we continue that or keep it in that realm of where we are right now? Or can we find the ships to load them up on an export? And that's always a question too these days, isn't it? It, it really is. Uh, you know, the, the whole supply chain issue is still an issue. Absolutely. It does kind of flow both ways. Uh, as mentioned, we're pretty much at the absolute butt end of earnings season now, and now the pundits are starting to come out with uh, projections for what the second quarter earnings season is going to look like. And uh, basically what I'm reading is about the only sector that you expect to do well during the next quarter in terms of growth in earnings per share is, gosh, what a surprise, energy and materials. That's going to be probably a surprise like saying the sun's going to go down this evening about 8 o'clock, right? Well, that's right. I mean, we've got those those two industries or those two sectors are definitely the sectors that are leading. Um, and, and they're not the sectors we'd like to see leading from that standpoint either, Dave, because that means inflation, right? Those things going up is inflationary. And we would rather see less inflation than more inflation. But I read a couple of reports and, man, I think inflation's here for the next uh well, a couple of reports, uh, the next 18 to 24 months. I was betting on a couple of years. It takes that long. If we get the soft landing we're hoping for, a couple of years to live with this inflation. Uh, I mean, you can fix it in a hurry. Just throw us into a really deep recession like we had in the early 80s, and I don't think that's the solution anybody wants. <laughs> no, I don't want it. I, and I know a lot of folks don't want that because that would be painful. We'd rather kind of tarry around a little bit. And, and deal with it day in and day out without having to get um, what I call slapped upside the head. So that's uh, what I yeah. want to see. Slapping on the side of the head is more like it being hit with a two-by-four, the kind of recession that we had in the early 80s. Thanks, it'll cure inflation, but I'll deal with the inflation for a while first. Uh, actually, the only silver lining I put on that cloud uh, is the fact that, at the very least, the two sectors that they're showing as being growth over the next uh, quarter, you know, materials and energy, those are also the volatile sectors that actually go back down. You get down to retail prices, something you and I were talking about the other day. Once a price ratchets up on a kumquat of the or better yet, at a widget at the hardware store, it tends to stay there, and your best hope is that at the very least it doesn't go up any farther. Energy prices do go up and down, so if the energy sector is looking good over the next quarter, that we can legitimately say is transitory. It might take longer to come back down to normal, but at the very least we know those prices tend to settle back down again. So I guess I'm seeing a little silver lining in that. Those are the only two sectors that are expected to grow. Because we get to explain why, and we know it's not going to be an inflationary figure that'll stay put. That's right. That the, those two sectors are definitely supply and demand related. As long as we got an oversupply, we'll see the price come down. Um, and so that's um, you're right. That's the good news. We do know that eventually those things will level back out or even go down to a a, a price point that we can live with. Absolutely. We've got some interesting numbers and some interesting gossip, for lack of a better term, uh, coming out of the retail sector. I gather Target is making some big changes to try to fix the fact that they disappointed last quarter. Huh? 
Well, Target is. I mean, Target is uh, come out and said they're going to try to right size their inventory. And so what that means is, is that they're going to take a pretty big hit on profits in the short term because they're going to be canceling some orders. Uh, they're going to be marking down significantly some unwanted merchandise to get it out of the stores. Um, so they continue to do that. They've, they've got to get back to the point. They've got to make room, right? They've got to make room for, for groceries and back to school supplies. And right now they don't have room for enough stuff in their stores. And so uh, they're going to be trying to figure out ways to, uh, to move inventory out. And that's, uh, that's hurting Target this morning. Uh, they're down a little over 6.5% this morning. And, and, you know, they didn't have a real good quarter last quarter. So you add that on top of this, not a 52-week low, but definitely getting close to it, Dave. Ouch. Uh, the word right size has always been one of those corporate euphemisms that I've never loved. We're going to right size our company. Get ready for the pink slips. A retail company is going to right-size its inventory. Yeah, get ready for some canceled orders, right? Yeah, exactly. So so we continue <laughs> to, to watch them and, and what they're doing. And, and you know, we've talked a couple times about Kohl's. Um, mm-hmm. You know, their earnings came out. It was a little disappointing, but, but they've got themselves up for sale, and, and they've been pursuing a different avenues to sell themselves out now, probably six months to a year. They've been working on different deals Nothing's really come to fruition until now. Um, and, and it's not a done deal, but they are in advanced uh, talks with uh, the franchise group that has different, uh, that, you know, they own the vitamin shop and some other retail brands that could, uh, could give Cole some uh, second, second chance here. Now, they're trading up today 11.5%. Hmm, tale of two companies. One decides to shrink the inventory down a little. The other one gets a, starts looking for a buyer and goes up, right? Yep, exactly. Right. Exactly. And then we do the, have a couple other, earnings. We have a couple earnings for you here, Dave. Okay. I, was um, say, I, only, had one, I only had one more news item to mention. That was uh, Elon Musk used a magic word yesterday, material <laughs> breach. That then that could be that could be the element that could queer that uh, that buyout of Twitter because when you start using terms like that, those are the out terms in a contract. So the whole gossip run about Elon Musk buying Twitter may very well not happen at this point. Now that he's using legal language instead of his usual brusque uh, uh, brusque slang. Uh, did he say material breach? Is that what he said? He said he, he said Twitter is in material breach of their merger agreement. Yeah, gotcha. That, okay. That. That's kind of that. When you start using those formal languages, that kind of says, "I got plans on pulling out of this gig," doesn't it? Yeah, it, yep, it does. It, we're working on a plan anyway. Uh, so, absolutely. Uh, earnings. We do have a couple earnings. The first one we have is Smuckers. Um, you know, the, mostly known for their jellies, but uh, other food producers, things that they produce as well. Uh, they uh, they they did have a um, a better than expected quarter. But they're having issues with inflation, supply chain, some other factors that have impacted their results. Um, and the one thing that we don't like in any company, and that's uncertainty. And so they've increased some uncertainty within their, their development. And, um, and so and they come out and say their full year guidance is, uh, is in jeopardy. So, so they're trading down this morning about 1%. The uncertainty, I understand. The supply chain, in the case of Smuckers, I keep wondering. I mean, I mean, you squash strawberries for a living. Where's the supply chain issue? 
<laughs> Maybe they can't get the squashers. <laughs> Could be. The other one I have for you is uh, is is not a well known company, at least not to me. It's United Natural Foods. Uh, they're a food hmm. distributing company. Uh, they have better than expected uh, profits and revenue. They've um, seen an increase uh, business from new and existing customers. Um, so um, so that's good. They raised their full year forecast. So they're kind of a bright spot this morning, up 5.2%. Well, we're glad to have some good news, especially if Smuckers is having troubles. I need an up, I need an up number to finish out the reports. That's right. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Resetting the table. It was a marginal update, but an update, and that made it a good day yesterday on Wall Street. I'm kind of looking at the colors on my charts. It doesn't look like we're going to do two in a row, does it? Not unless something happens today during the day that we don't foresee. Uh, we got the Dow down three quarters of a percent. The S&P 500 is down nine tenths of a percent. Man, the NASDAQ 100 is down one and a quarter. Russell 2000 is down 1%. So, man, we are we are in the green for real. Uh, then we got silver is, man, Dave, it's, it's down six-tenths of a percent, back down below $22 an ounce. Um, not good there. We're seeing a little bit of bump on gold, up uh, almost two-tenths of a percent. Crude oil, I think it's about where it was yesterday, is, is down a tenth of a percent, $118.31 a barrel right now. I think it's about where it was yesterday. I think you're right. Overseas markets, the Asian rim kind of followed yesterday for us. Most of those indexes were up fractionally. Europe is looking at our futures and going, oh, no. So they're off fractionally midway through their day. Keeping tabs of your retirement counts for a lot, but having a plan counts an awful lot more. How do I get a hold of you to get that plan, Philip? And then give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule their core retirement design phone consultation where we'll walk through and make sure they're on the right track for the retirement they always dreamed of. And then they can join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730 and 95.3 FM. And back here again tomorrow morning to see if we can't turn this mess around this morning before the end of the day. Fair enough? Fair enough, man. Have a great Thank day. Thank you, my friend. I'll see you tomorrow. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope you uh, gather some little tidbit that you can use. Pass us on to your friends and family. Uh, we're available as a resource. Give us a call. 863-382-0037. Hey, with that, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Until then, have a great day.